this hasn't been recording? No. Yeah. Y- Yoni's wasting all his best material about Mexico. I know, yeah. All right, John's emergency <laughs> podcast. We're taking the podcast past fantasy football into the world of real, real Sixer sports. Um, I've got Frogger, Yoni, Anton for a Ben Simmons, James Harden trade emergency pod. Who's got the hottest take? Who wants to go first? Hottest take? Celtics win in the championship. Not Celtics, not Nets. <laughs> okay, is this a hot take? It's a it's a big win for both both franchises. Great trade. Yeah. Wait, that, that did Yoni not- just say the Celtics are winning the championship? Not Celtics, not Nets? Uh, maybe I said that. Not yeah. Celtics, Nets. <laughs> I'm with Yoni, though. Our defense is so fucking good. We're going to beat everybody. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Celtics... Celtics are like the the Nets and the Sixers are not going to go farther in the playoffs than the Celtics. Uh, Yoni, are you actually, high, Yoni? are the Celtics <laughs> out of the playing round yet? Um, no, we're like like four games out of like the the fourth seed or something like that. We're we're killing. No, no, we're Yoni, like, Yoni, like, I I hate to embarrass you like this on the widest uh distribution podcast that you appear on but when you're speaking about a figurative progression and not a uh practical physical distance the correct term is further not farther wow further oh man i thought that was just a pronunciation thing yeah yeah that's how we say it up here in maine All right, so the best thing you can say about the Celtics is you're four games out of the four seed. Uh, we're, we're way closer to the four seed than that. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull up the settings. Um, pull, it up right, pull it up right now. I've right. not and, watched a lot of Celtics this year, admittedly. is like When I've watched, it seems like just Jason Tatum trying to drive, then pulling up and missing. Is there more to know, it than been, that? Okay. It was real painful. It was real painful until... 20 games ago and then we started to turn it around but, so it was like i don't think i've seen them but it was like that at the beginning of the year right oh yeah yeah okay that's what i i think the last was a good game here and there but like it was it was bad he legitimately changed how he started to play like tatum now i haven't seen him take like a 19 foot jump shot in a long long time he either drives his big ass body to the rim and gets a layup or he shoots threes like it's 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 Andy, been like a noticeable okay. change guys Andy, everybody this podcast faster. is not about jason tatum Oh, I thought that's what, I thought that's what we were talking about. Is this more of a Jalen <laughs> Brown podcast? <laughs> All right, Anton, Sixers fan, give me give me a reaction. I am so conflicted. That's why I'm avoiding the topic. You're, you're conflicted. I'm not conf- uh, Okay, so here's here's the thing. James Harden is one of my least favorite humans in the world ever in history. <laughs> I hate him. I I I hate watch him. Uh, I I live on clips of him not getting a foul call, and and now I have to watch him on my team, and I don't okay. know what to do, and I don't know how to like him. So you okay. don't, so Anton, you don't you don't like him both from a basketball perspective and also from the perspective of how he's treated his last two teams, right? He has seemed like a subpar human. Yeah. But. They're you know, by you NBA excuse, standards, what is that really saying? Like, it seems like he was the adult in Brooklyn somehow, but I think that's all just revisionist shit now that he's on the Sixers. I don't think you blame him for for this for uh, for the Nets. Like, that was going to be a shit show no matter what. Do you blame Kyrie then? Yes, hundred percent. 
Well, uh, no, ninety percent. Uh huh. Um. Well, what about what about the fact that he's already opted into his fifty million next year, and that all signs point to the fact that they have every intention of re-signing of 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 extend or like re-signing him after that. Okay, so, so I'm glad he is- I'm glad he opted in. I thought I I at first assumed he wasn't going to opt in, which basically meant they had a a handshake agreement to re-sign him to the Supermax immediately. So it's going to be 60 to 65 million per for a fatter and fatter James Harden for he five. He is years. enormous. It's, so, it's not that much, Anton. It's like 55. But yeah. I guess what I'm saying is, Narf, tell me how to like this. Okay. I want to like this. I want to be excited for yeah. this for this playoff run. You guys know that Joe Allen Bead is my wife's favorite player. Yep. Uh, tell me how to like this. It's not hard how to like this. Like, Frog actually nailed it. It's a great trade for both teams. The only downside is it, it makes the net significantly better, but I'm not that worried about that because Kyrie will fuck it all up. Everything you said about James Harden, Ben Simmons is worse. Ben Simmons is the worst fucking athlete in person to play for Philadelphia in our lifetime. There's no one worse. But he like, wasn't playing game, for Philadelphia. Attitude, Only people that I that I really <laughs> like were playing for Philadelphia, and it was awesome. Guys, it's, here's a hot take. I, I have watched one Sixers game this season because I don't even want to watch a team while Ben Simmons is on it. I was so fucking sick and tired of him. I cannot be I, – I would trade I would drop him for nothing. Um, what I'm sad about is I'm podcasting in my better Curry Seth Curry jersey right now out of respect because, yeah, we, we had to give up Curry. He's our right. second best player. But, like – Harden I mean, is really good. People, well, like, pe- people overlook how, how good he is at offensive basketball. It's not just what he did in Houston. Like, he can play, like, what he did in Oklahoma City, what he did in Brooklyn. Like, he can lead the league in assists. He's such a smart passer. He plays better D than people give him credit for. He can rebound. He can score at the end of the game. Like, he's the perfect player for this team. We're a championship team right now. Like, legitimately, like, this is what we've wanted. We have two fucking top 10 offensive players. Harden can still score against anyone. Yeah, I think he'll be he'll be great. I think you guys will like run the pick and roll, and that's going to be dominant. The one thing the analysts said about Harden and why he struggled a bit this year is because a lot of the shooters weren't healthy on the Nets, and you guys traded away. Like, like Curry is your best shooter. Like, do you do you have people that are going to stand in the corner and and give him all those assists? How much he's going to stay in the corner and hit 20% of his threes. Yeah, we'll be fine. <laughs> I, I think that the conventional wisdom is they're going to get someone in the buyout market who's better than oh, Court Moss. J.R. Smith. <laughs> calling it now. <laughs> like we, we, we literally just upgraded Seth Curry. As much as I like him, like has been out of the league and is like a – fifth best player on a team at best for James Harden. Like it's, it's a no brainer, good deal for the Sixers. Like so, we, no, we, he'll, he'll, we have someone who can play offense with the ball in their hands at the end of the game. That's not Ben Simmons. We literally haven't had a player in five years that can actually like, create a shot at the end of a game. So now prior to the well, trade, how did you feel about watching James Harden play basketball? I, I, so I, I, I think you're, I think you're, you're underselling. Well, what's you're overstating how annoying he is to watch basketball. Like Houston James Harden of like just foul drawing. Yeah, that's a, like that's annoying. But the way he played in Brooklyn last year, 
Like that was not the player. Like he was setting up the offense. He led the league in fucking assists. Like he, he he's actually a really fun offensive player to watch when he's not just going one on one the entire time. Mm, I don't know if you believe what you're saying. Yeah, I hundred percent believe Anton, what I'm it's, saying. Anton, it's also gotten a little bit better this year. Like just just the way that the refs are calling the games slightly less like letting people draw fouls. I think that. The rest it doing a, it's it's a much better product this year than than in in recent years from from a game flow like aesthetic standpoint because of that. Do you do you feel like it's regressed though, Yoni? Like beginning of the year, yes, hundred percent, I agree. But it's but it feels like it's regressed, and it's I I don't know if it's back where it was, but it but it feels like not I quite think, as good. I think the calls like going to the hoop have kind of gone back to the way they used to be in terms of how. I mean, I'll, I'll use the word soft to describe it, but there definitely is is way less like lurching into defenders, like shooting jump shots. Um, I feel like yeah. I haven't seen like like players draw that kind of BS three point foul. Like like you'll see you'll see you'll see fouls called on three point shots, but it's like legit like hit you know like they, they get hit on the elbow. I, I haven't seen that lurching into the defender like BS that Harden and Young you know used to do like so regularly at all this year. Anton, yeah, who, who would you rather watch play basketball? As much as you hate it, James Harden or Ben Simmons? Again, you keep making, you keep creating this false dichotomy. <laughs> ben Simmons, I, I know that that you have not been watching the Sixers because you thought that Ben Simmons was playing for the Sixers, but in fact, Ben Simmons has not been playing for yeah. the Sixers. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't get that comment, Narf. Like he hasn't played uh, for, for them this year. I don't know if you. I, 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 I'm aware he hasn't fucking played for them. I didn't want. Are you, are you sure? So because the other things that you're saying don't make it seem like you are aware. Yeah, no. like this, they were legit fun to watch. Like I, I, I mean, you know, I. I, I, I like wholeheartedly enjoyed the, like their style this year. Here's the, here's the thing, Narf. There's a he's he's fun too. Like the dunks, he pushes the fast break. Simmons can be a fun player, like just not when like he refuses to shoot the ball and that causes you to lose. There as, is as a, a version of, of James Harden that would make this a really fun team to watch, but I don't trust the putrid human being inside of James Harden's body <laughs> to to let us see that version of James Harden, except when he feels like it. Plus, the other thing that uh, I feel I have to point out is we have dramatically lowered the floor of what could happen this year. Ben Simmons could get a ring. We might have to watch Ben Simmons nominally participate in a championship and then get a ring. I so I agree with that. Like my 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 biggest complaint in this trade is I think like I mean the the analogy everyone makes is like he'll be Brooklyn's Draymond Green. It's it's true in a lot of ways. Like he could fit in really really well there if everything goes right. But I I, I don't think it's going to go right with KD and Kyrie Irving. Like I I don't think they're getting it right. It's a race. It's a race between James Harden's real mental health tanking or Ben Simmons' fake mental health tanking. Is, is there like? Other than like forcing himself out of Houston and Brooklyn and like kind of be annoying to watch, like is there James Harden like baggage I don't know about? Did he like like beat women or something? Doesn't he have Kardashian baggage? Every half the NBA is Kardashian baggage. I think Harden actually don't they Harden both is a notorious um, yeah they both do actually good point. I think Harden is a notorious um, nightlife aficionado. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, who loved the the Houston nightlife scene? And there were I remember um, there were stories about like when he 
when he came to to Boston last year, like there were there were stories about him being at the on, uh, at the encore until like three a.m. the night before the game. Um, that sounds like a great guy. That's what we would do. That yeah, that's what we did after the game. Yeah. Um, he like and well, I mean, what is the guarantee? Like 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 what percentage chance would you give Harden for staying? healthy and playing every single playoff game this year. The question is, what are the, uh, what is the chance he plays every playoff game? That, that, that he's healthy enough to be like a regular contributor to a playoff run. Well, Yoni, he's like, at like, like 28% 90%. body fat. So his joints and <laughs> organs are actually really well protected. right? Now. <laughs> yeah, all of this is, all of this is true. And he's still averaging like 22, 10 and eight. He'll get in better shape for the Sixers. His game is not reliant on like being in shape and bead covers up a lot of his defensive shit. He doesn't need to have like a 40% usage rate and score 35 a game. Like he didn't use Like, he will be fine. He doesn't like. He doesn't need to be an MVP. He needs to be someone that can score in the last couple of minutes of games and running offense. Like the Sixers, like offense, it's been it's been just so, like unfathomably bad when Ben Simmons tries to run half court offense in important games. Yeah, but like if Harden wasn't motivated to get in shape to play with Kevin Durant, like why is he gonna be motivated to get in shape? Like, yeah, that's really good. He's he wants to win a title. He has not won a title. Like he cares about his like legacy and reputation and shit. Like he's, he, I, 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 really I on the other on hand, really he just moved from Brooklyn to Philadelphia, which means the cost of food has just gone way down. <laughs> <laughs> like, has James Harden ever lived in a, in a Wawa accessible area? Okay. Like, do we know what that's going to create? Yeah, they got fried I chicken in the gas stations. You would be on my side That's a great point. <laughs> Narf, I'm, wanna, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay a Sixers fan, so I have to come to terms with it. I'm just ranting. Um, hey, I, so here, here's, go here's ahead. the question. Help me. Na- name, name an NBA superstar that's a better fit to play with Joel Embiid. Brian Scalabrini. <laughs> Any, any of you guys, like how many, how many like top, whatever, like all NBA caliber players are better fits for Embiid's game than Harden? I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll give you one name. Um, he happens to be on the Celtics and, and you could have had him um, a couple of years ago. Strong disagree. You think, like, you think, you think, you think uh, Harden and Embiid is a better matchup than Tatum and Embiid? Yes. Harden's well, better Tatum. than Tatum, especially at running an offense. He can pass and distribute. I, so I'll, I won't agree that Hardman's like a better fit necessarily, but Narf is right. You would need a point guard. Maybe they don't yeah. need to be an all-star, but you need a good point guard. You need someone to distribute, like a Ben Simmons type character. No, not, the Hardman, you don't need a Ben Simmons type character. <laughs> uh, I, I just felt like reminding you that you could have had Jason Tatum, but first of all, no, they're they're a good. I've fit. always been they're on the record. Fit. I've always on the record that Markel Fultz will have a better career than Ben Simmons, and it's looking more likely every day. <laughs> What's Fultz up to? I haven't seen him this year. Yeah, he, he's been injured for the Magic the entire season. <laughs> so they need Narf. They need some. They need a shooter who can actually like this run like, the JJ Redick, Rip Hamilton shit. Right. That's what they need now. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Uh, that that that's a gap. So who by, who, by, who, by who can way, we get? This is gonna put. This is going to put Tobias. I 
guarantee you Tobias is going to benefit from this. He's, he's going to be in a much more natural spot, much less pressure on him to create or do things. Like, it, it's going to create easier looks for everyone on the team. Like, Tobias will get looks. Danny Green will get looks. Um, uh, Matt, Matt, there's less pressure on Maxi. Like, it, it, it's really going to benefit the offense. Um, so who, yeah, who who's going to be our shooter who can actually run someone around screens and shit? Because Harden, that's the shit Harden's not going to do. Uh, you're right. We might not have that player, but there's not like there's not a ton of players that do that. That's not Maxi. That's not Maxi. No, Maxi. I mean, maybe maybe he'll, maybe, but it, it hasn't been him yet for sure. Like it, it's like kind of Corkmoss, but he's really slow and not a good enough shooter. Yeah, we need like yeah. a fast Corkmoss. <laughs> Who's also a better shooter? The thing about Corkmoss is that he has a reputation as like like a top like three point shooter, like a lot of the other guys. His percentages always suck. He shoots like thirty percent. Yeah, I, I've I've never seen that guy ever have a remotely game. No, you you know we're actually overlooking. I, I promise you, Paul Millsap has like a moment, a run in the playoffs where he's valuable. Like he's that exactly the player that will be valuable for us off the bench. Oh, you got Millsap in the trade? Yeah, yeah, oh, but I it's a flip with Drummond, right? So he's just he's gonna be. Can he be Drummond? Who's uh, he, Drummond or Harden? What? What? They are both, they have the same enormous, like, belly body going on right now. Oh, it was the size. It was the size. <laughs> the size. Um, but no, so, seriously, go back, go back to the question. Name a, like, name better All-NBA players to fit with Embiid's game than Harden. There's no, like, Dame Lillard. I mean, maybe, I mean, that's one, I'll give you. No, it, I mean, it would it, it, be Chris Paul. No, it wouldn't. Like, uh, me. Yeah, but. I, I don't know, because I don't know if Paul, if you take just Paul and Embiid, like neither no, of them it's got, it's got to be someone who can shoot three. Yeah. Paul and Embiid aren't elite at, like, creating a shot for themselves at the end of a game. So, yeah, uh, you, it's like Damon. Damon. Fluid on this. Wait, so, Nerf, here's my other question. I, I agree with Dame. I agree that that's one player that'd be better, but that's, like, literally one player in the NBA. So is is Millsap the backup center now? And has Millsap played this year? Like I feel like I haven't seen him in several years. He has not played not since Christmas. He's power forward, right? No, but Doc already said they're going to play him at the five. Um, actually, Doc, the quote is Doc said, "If we play him, we'll play him at the five. <laughs> but so he's he's small. He's like significantly smaller than sure. um, Drummond, right? So what? He's like six. He's big enough to be like a backup center in the NBA. Yeah, he's like a poor man's Grant Williams. But he could stretch. <laughs> yeah, that's he's he, he's really skilled. He can do everything. Like he's fine. He's good yeah, he at can, stuff. No, do they have another big body right now? No, like not at all, right? And beef is big so. enough for everyone. And then there's Harden's belly. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. You kind of you kind of talked me in a, a like like um the 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 theory of of Harden and Embiid. You've talked me it's, into. But I just I can't imagine him staying healthy and and um, uh, productive for the entire rest of the season in a playoff run. I just like there's, there's no way it's happening. It's, it's going to be until, up until like the last up until Brooklyn. He was like remarkably durable. Like He did not miss time in Houston with incredibly high usage rates. Like he, he's just obviously just like being lazy on, on Brooklyn because he wanted to get out. OK, so uh, Celtics fans in a Philly Brooklyn Conference Finals, who are you rooting for? Oh, Phil. I would root for the Sixers. But that's because you guys hate Kyrie. 
Um, it's it's partially that, and it's partially like I really like Joel. Okay, so let me put it. Let me rephrase the question another way. If the if as the Celtics, if you were to play one of the teams in the finals, who would you rather play? In the conference finals. Yeah, the uh, conference I, I, I finals are usually contested by teams from different conferences. Eastern Conf- Eastern Conference Finals, you get to play the Nets or the Sixers. Who are you picking? I think the, the Sixers. I think I think they're easier to beat because they don't have Durant. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I agree. the The Sixers own the Celtics like regular season for the past bunch of years, but the Celtics typically do well against the Sixers in the postseason. Um, the Nets are terrifying if they're healthy, but if they're not healthy, well, I mean, that, that, that cheapens the scenario, but I, I think I agree. Sixers rather than Nets. So you guys both are kind of a scary matchup for these Sixers. That's only because of of fucking Horford. I went, I went to the, I mean, granted it was one game, but I saw the Celtics play the Nets a couple months ago. Um, over like Thanksgiving time, and it was such an embarrassing drubbing. And granted, there was like a different phase of the Celtics season, but it was it was. We um, might not have had Jalen for that. Is that right? Um, no. Um, either way, either way, I don't it, was, know. it was embarrassing. The next game I went to was they played the Suns, all, actually without without Jalen or maybe without Tatum, without one of them, and they killed the Suns. Um. I don't know. The the Nets are scary. Dur- I mean, it, it, I agree with you guys. Durant is, is better than Embiid. Like, no one wants to play Durant in the playoffs. Here's we the just thing, don't have a matchup. Like, but we 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 kind of can match up. We got we got Rob and Horford, both yeah. really good big defenders. And they do well. And, and now yeah. we've got White and Smart, like great great guard guard defenders who can match up on Harden. I, I just feel pretty good about our defense there. And then, but like Durant, it feels like you can lock them up, but then they'll just a game winner um the nets uh they like they're in trouble for a variety of reasons like their their playoff run is going to be tough coming like as like the eight nine whatever seven seed yeah you guys are gonna play the nets in the fucking play-in game for the record no the celtics are not (laughs) narf the celtics are not going to be in the playoff game this is not right now i'm looking at standings it's you versus brooklyn in the play-in game well i'm telling you we're on the way up though yeah yeah. yeah, you've won seven in a row. They've lost ten in a row. We've basically got the same record. Yeah, it was a rough start. Yeah, the Celtics. S- smart, smart got COVID. Everybody started like really, really like started heaping on Smart. Um, and he came back and like clearly took it personally. And in addition to Tatum playing differently and better, like Smart has, granted it's a small sample size, like twenty games or so, has just like stopped doing all of the dumb offensive stuff that have like driven Celtics fans nuts for years and years. He's playing incredibly. He's like, he just like within himself, like no stupid three point shots with like 19 seconds in the shot clock. He's been, he's been amazing. All right. So what changed in the Celtics? Jalen came back and smart started playing good on offense. Like that's it. And Rob, Rob took his game to another level too. And Tatum started playing faster. Yeah. Um, and yeah, everybody yeah. started playing better defense. It was, it's like all those things. And also they have they have now like a reliable guy to like knock knock shots down in the corner. It sounds it sounds like a stupid small thing, but like Grant Williams is like he's like a knockdown three point shooter. And that just like that so helps to have that guaranteed shot from the corner because they haven't had that for the past like bunch of years. I yeah, love I'm Grant actually, Williams. Grant Williams, um, 
I think that's – his body is what it looks like when James Harden sucks in his stomach in the mirror and kind of puffs up everywhere else a little bit. Yeah, that's spot on. Yeah, he doesn't look athletic, but he's – I, 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 lo- I love him. He is – he has so much fun playing basketball. You can't not love him. So this is – Narf, I have this concern too. Uh, Joel right now has like a 100% approval reading, rating. He's – fucking pure as the driven snow right like he's lovable yeah yoni loves him yoni loves everyone loved him yeah does he does he deserve the mvp over Jokic though yes i okay i i honestly Jokic is a little overrated oh my god he no no he's he's like the larry bird of centers man like he he does awesome that the passes he has are amazing i i don't know know. i'm undecided because because like Joel's pretty dominant, but so my my question is this: Is there any danger of James Harden corrupting our boy? Ooh, no, no. He's he's like an established adult. He like grew up. He he's been like you mean fucking Teflon a, so far, right? Like nothing. Like you're out at a strip club at like 3 a.m. together, and like if he gets caught on camera, like is that what you mean? I just like Embiid walks a dangerous line and he has been like really successful so far. Like nothing he meant as a joke got taken as not a joke or like one, of, but he walks that line, right? He's, I'm yeah. just afraid Harden's going to, yeah, he's going to give him one drink too many or something's going to go bad. I, I mean, maybe, but I think you're just like looking for reasons why this isn't like a great day in Sixers history. I was jumping for joy. Like, I, 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 I was super happy that, nothing, and I would have been happy. I was super happy Maxi and, and Matisse weren't in the deal because the, uh, the stuff I was reading throughout the day kept making me scared that Matisse was in the deal. Yeah. They so I agree, I agree like, with that. It. Sixers like stole it, I think, from that standpoint. Well, we have, we have two draft picks, so they're not going to be anything super meaningful. I agree with you on Matisse, especially with Simmons out. You could have talked me into keeping Seth Curry over Maxi. I think Curry's a better fit for what we need right now. Maxi's much better long term, but for this season alone, I would take Curry. Um, yeah, mean, it's totally reasonable. Well, I I love Curry, but I I guess after so, this year, who knows? So you could look at the trade from the perspective of this year, which I think is what we've done primarily. The deal for like for for the, for, the, for their prospects for this year. But look, looking big picture, like assuming that they sign him for five more years, that's just going to go off. That's going to go horribly. No, it's not. Oh, right? it's it's absolutely going to go horribly, but it doesn't matter because that that's the price of maybe winning this year and the next like two you years. Think, you have to eat the the three years of James Harden eating everything. For the record, like <laughs> like four years ago. We were, we were saying the exact same thing about Chris Paul. The exact same thing. It's going to go horribly. There's um, no way. There's no you, you mean, you mean singularly committed to basketball has never had a thought cross his mind outside of it, trains like a fucking mania, Chris Paul, that Chris Paul? I don't yeah, think James Harden is going the way of that Chris Paul. I get that there, there's some differences in the analogy, but like people were saying Chris Paul's contract was going to be untradeable and no one would fucking want him. And like that, that was literally what was what was being said like four years ago, and people are saying he's going to be thirty-seven, make fifty million dollars as a point guard. That is so <laughs> true, but they are not the same person. They're not, but I, I Harden's game isn't 
Harden's game isn't exactly. built on like athletic stuff. He'll be fine. Like he's he won't be yeah. an MVP player, but he'll be he'll be fine for like five more years. He'll still be very very good. I just like the Harden's game has this slippery slope thing. But like I think a lot of it is based on the threat that he can still blow by you and he can still step back. Exactly. And when he's not quite as fast, it, his yeah. whole game could collapse. Anton and I are aligned here. He, he's his game's gonna age poorly. No, oh, I I don't know. He's 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 big. He doesn't need to be that quick. Yeah, no, I, I, no, think I, I, as long I as will admit I'm totally biased. Like I've underappreciated Harden and refused to admit how awesome he is his whole career. Okay, so I, I think that, look, um, at, look at what he did on Brooklyn last year. Like he was he got traded to Brooklyn. People thought like he he was sort of already on the watch. Like he was a legitimately MVP candidate. He was getting MVP buzz over Durant on a team last year. He was doing everything for them. Oh God! And and now and and he showed up this year like fat and out of shape and um and overweight and has never like rounded into any kind of remotely um like Harden esque as we know it form. Like what does that say? But I it says he didn't want to be in Brooklyn and he's kind of a bitch about that stuff. But now he's gonna be happy in Philly. That's what it says. We're you guys, you guys are overthinking this. Do you guys believe he was like always gonna come to Philly? I heard he like knows the owner or something like that. Is that is that real? Yeah, the, I, I saw that too. I mean, him and Maury obviously have a thing, and yeah, I think he knows the, the one of our owners, who's a guy that owns Fanatics, um, Michael Rubin, I think. Um, yeah, he, he was probably gonna come here this summer for sure. <clears throat> so, Anton, so you're. Anton, you're you're not bought in. Narv is totally bought in. Well, okay, no, it's a good trade. I think it's the right decision. I they just got for nothing, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's undoubtedly the best thing for the team, even if the last few years of the of the contract suck for us, because it's Embiid's window. I just, it's gonna take a lot of emotional turmoil and cognitive dissonance for me to root for this team. I mean, they, they should get out of the East, right? Like Frogger, do you agree with that? You guys both just said Brooklyn's better. I think, no, no, no. I think, I think if, if Brooklyn and Philly happen to meet up, I would probably give the edge to Brooklyn, but I think the odds that Brooklyn, like of Brooklyn getting there are way more difficult because of like, because of, yeah, that's fine. Can you imagine, I guess this wouldn't happen if it were the Sixers, but it could happen if it were the Celtics. It's game seven, so it's in Brooklyn. And then just before tip-off, uh, Kyrie walks out to, to yeah, and gets the jab on the court <laughs> and well, plays no. like no, fucking missed, Willis Reed. It needs to be like no. two weeks before, doesn't it? But I still love the visual. No, game, the, the, the thing that the Nets fans... A few, few of them that there may be are saying is that that like it's not a big deal that they're going to be a, a fifth seed or below because that means game sevens are going to be on the away court. Yeah, I know. They, they... Uh, and having Kyrie is better show. than having home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because he'll be he'll get to play four games instead of three. Is there... I think I think the team like that actually still gets out of the East is, is Milwaukee. I think I think the Sixers could. Could be any team in the East other than Milwaukee if I was sort of betting right now. And that's weird because, so like from the Celtics' perspective, like, like I think the Celtics are not afraid of the Bucks at all. I agree. I think we've, we've played them this year pr- pretty well. Yeah. And, and the Celtics might get 
one of the Lopez brothers it, from 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 the rumor mill. Where where what are the current the whereabouts of the Lopez brothers? Well, one of them is on the Bucks, Robin. Uh, no, Brooke and Robin. Brooks is, on the Bucks. Yeah, and and Robin is likely to be a buyout candidate from somewhere. Uh, I think the everywhere. Wizards. Maybe yeah. Do, that we sounds, need, do we need that though? We got three. We got three centers. Are you you're, you're counting Tice? Yeah, dude. Of course, of course, I'm counting Tice. He's like yeah. He's he's been great for us. Now the Sixers against, need like, Robin Lopez more than the Celtics do. Yeah, they do. Gotcha. Yeah, wouldn't hate that as a backup that, kind of, Yeah, <laughs> it's sad but true. We're, the Celtics are also going to come full circle and re-sign it and exercise all of those demons. And that's also going to help boost the uh, um, boost the magic. Was he on a ten day somewhere? He's had multiple yeah. ten here with like the Lakers and the Mavericks, I think. But Leone, were you suggesting the 76ers are going to sign Isaiah? No, the Celtics. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think we're going to sign. Are we going to sign him? I guess we got roster spots, but like. I don't know. Do we need them? No, I, I think it's just like they have they have five like they had five roster spots after the trade deadline. And it's like, who else are they going to get? And if there's like no other uh, reasonable um, you know, option, like why not just put the little guy on the on the bench with his uh, with his smile? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Pay, pay a little debt. Yeah. I like it. Have you have you been going to most of the home games, Farger? No, I, I stopped when the like the like virus numbers got insane. I'm at, and I'm also in I'm in Texas right now. I'm like snowbirding for all of uh, February. Oh wow, yeah. So yeah, I haven't been able to go, but the numbers look pretty good now. So probably when I'm back in March, I'll, I'll get all of them. What what's what's going on in Texas? Just work stuff. Uh yeah, me and Aura working remotely, playing a lot of disc golf. It's been yeah, it's been pretty nice. Oh, and there's so many good food trucks around here, like, especially with, like, veggie and vegan food. It's awesome. Are you guys in Austin? Yeah. Yeah. Austin's cool. All right, Anton. Yeah. When is your, your kid is born in what, a month? Month and a half. Month and a half. All right. I'm, I'm sending you a, a, a Sixers Harden onesie as a baby gift. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> is it going to have extra, extra stitching in the belly? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I'm ordering myself a Harden jersey as, as soon as as soon as they come out. I'm getting a city. I want to get the city edition Sixers Harden jerseys. He's also choosing number one, which is a, a baller move. Oh, is he? I hadn't oh. I hadn't seen that. I cannot wow. I cannot be happier with this. Like I hate Ben Simmons so fucking much. Yo, know, I love I love the uh, the Spectrum jerseys this year. Yeah, they're great. I actually was thinking of getting one of those. Yeah, you want to get you want to get matching hardens? I don't. <laughs> uh, it almost sounds like you want to get matching hardens. <laughs> like here's other thing. We're not like we are a destination, right? Like we'll get buyout guys. People will want to come here. Like and be, like this is a good situation a party for with, NBA players to come. That's, that's the question. And, and win championships. Is that? But who who's though? coming? Like, other than J.R. Smith. I, there's like every year there's random buyout guys and veterans and then like free agents like 
I don't know. I haven't been following the NBA that closely because apparently I thought Ben Simmons was playing for the Sixers and wouldn't watch. Dra- Dragic is getting well, bought out, right? Do we want him for the playoffs? Nurse, hang on. Hang on. You, you, why would they? Nurse, you legitimately thought that Simmons was playing for the Sixers this whole year? Oh, Yoni, I'm, I'm joking. I knew he was not playing. I, I just like. Wait, would he refuse? Would Mental he health is they've health. Been, they've been fun. They've been like they've been fun to watch, Narv. I can't believe you haven't like tuned in to watch the um the, the plucky Simmonsless Sixers. I understand that all all of my like Philly friends have been telling me how much fun they are been to watch, and I decided I was boycotting the team from the moment Ben Simmons passed up that fucking dunk against the Hawks until he was off the team. So now that he's off, in fact, we're missing a game right now. They're they're beating Cleveland. I should be watching, but I'm talking to you guys. But wait, why why are why are veterans gonna ring chase with the Sixers when they they could sign with the Bucks, with the Nets, with the I don't and the Lakers really need them? Because um, like, imagine hugging Joel Embiid, like imagine how <laughs> warm you would feel inside. <laughs> That's why I'd love to try it. <laughs> Me too. Me too. I think my face would be right around cop level. I could stand <laughs> on my shoulders and then we could hug him. <laughs> <laughs> like Brock, I agree there's like more than one destination for a ring chasing veteran, but at least like we're on the list now. We weren't before because no one wants to play with Ben Simmons. Okay, but again, who are these ring yeah. chasing veterans that are good? Like doesn't seem like a robust market this year. It, it'll happen. Just I, I, I have faith. <laughs> it'll happen. Is uh, Tristan Thompson available? He was involved uh, in the um, maybe JJ Redick unretires, right? There, he, there's options. He was involved in the Halliburton trade. I was gonna say, I saw he got traded, or his his you know his corpse got traded to the to the Pacers. <sighs> maybe like Dario Saric comes back. Is he still playing? Oh my God, Saric! I, I Google first headline: Dario Saric not returning in 2021, 2022. But maybe not. I don't know. I don't know if that counts as like a mercenary pickup, anyway. Yeah, he's not he's not moving the needle. Like, I, I don't even think the Sixers need to win a championship for this to be a good move. Like we have like to, we, totally we have agree. the team, right? Like this is we we don't have a team that makes sense. We have the we have the all NBA players. We'll put role players around them. We'll be a top team in the East. Like we have a chance to win every year. It, they'll they'll be fun to watch. It's what we should have been three years ago if we just take kept Butler over Ben Simmons, but we fucked it up and now we have it. It just took. We just took the stupid way to get there, like everything they do. But now we're a good team. Did you guys even have the option of keeping Butler over Simmons? Hundred percent. Yes. Wow. We would have had. We probably so, would have had to cut Brett Brown too. We would have had to take. Didn't, um, Butler didn't we have the option of keeping Butler and Simmons and getting rid of Horford? It, it wasn't like a salary cap thing. It was a Butler told the team he wouldn't play with Simmons thing. So he <laughs> like saw this coming. Yes. I got very new, clearly newfound respect, newfound respect for Butler. He also said he wouldn't play with Brett Brown. It was like Simmons and Brown, and they both sucked, and that was fair. You know who we're gonna we're gonna get TJ McConnell back. Like I'm, I'm gonna love this team. Like <laughs> is he still is he still playing? Like he's a, he's a backer for the Pacers, right? Yeah, I, I've seen his face on some broadcast uh, game. Yeah, he's you know, around. Wana, you know, Wanamaker is a pretty good three-point shooter. Oh, um, Yoni, I'm just remembering. <laughs> I, I still owe you a dinner over that. He never <laughs> quite, he never quite developed into the player I thought it was going to with the Warriors. <laughs> what did you say he was going to average like more than like 
10 points on well, the award. I, I just picked a number, and it was obviously a stupid number. But, yeah, I picked 10 points a game. <laughs> oh, man. And, like, he might – I think he might be playing overseas, averaging maybe 10 points a game now, but – Didn't I bet one of you guys, Seth Curry, would, would score, like, something and lose that bad? And I think I wanted to get something over that. I think it was it, career points versus <laughs> – the other Curry brother. Yeah, no, something like that. No, no, it was like it was like adding up like Tatum's points and like we were adding up like three different players' points. <laughs> I, yeah, I couldn't possibly like remember. I, Narf thinks that, that if one. a bet becomes complicated enough, it's too complicated for him to lose. Uh, <laughs> Anton, okay, Anton, so what, yeah, what, 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 I know. Like, what else gets so complicated um, is um, tallying uh, fantasy football winnings. And, and and meeting those out. Oh, I can't believe. Uh, that. Did someone win fantasy football? I thought uh, I thought people only lost that. It, it's been a recurrent. <laughs> yeah, in 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 a recurrent fashion. The fact it, that fucking Aaron Rodgers just won the MVP on a season where Hudson dropped him for nothing that he's not good anymore is just like. That does, that does put an asterisk over the you fact that Lionel also dropped AJ Brown like the first week of the playoffs for no reason. You also picked him up, Yoni. Like I was, I had to go dark to not like go insane, but like you had such a lucky fucking season. Whoa. Okay. Yoni, look, I think we're all tired of uh, talking about fantasy football and who owes money to whom. So <laughs> the Celtics and Sixers, I believe, are playing Tuesday night, and yeah. I think it's going to be Harden's first game, and there's. Where? Uh, Wait, know. we're playing this Tuesday? Yeah, before the before the All Star break. So it feels like the four of us should put this put something on this game. No, fuck that. It feels oh. like the four of us should watch this game together. It's in Philly. Yeah, come oh, on down. Nice. I've got room. Ugh. It's like it's like a twenty hour drive for me. It's like, train. A, it's like a twenty minute flight for me. Oh man. I, I'd put. The okay, so game. if the. Okay, so losers uh, pay Yoni the fantasy football winnings. <laughs> what? How much are we talking about? I honestly have no idea. <laughs> like ballpark? Are we talking hundreds? Just like tens? just go back. Just go back. I think it's like time. I think it's four or five dollars. I'll have to check. <laughs> <laughs> I'll settle. I'll settle for a five. It's the uh, I think it's the sum total of triple doubles that Wanamaker had in his career. <laughs> Yeah, his, right. his his career points. Uh, um, it's actually a pretty consequential game. Oh, for for our seedings. So you guys game. maybe. Yeah, I'd be worried about the playing tournament too. I mean, the Celtics are only two games behind the Sixers, and when the Sixers lose to the Cavs tonight, oh, it's only going to be a game and a half. And beat us twenty four at the half. I, th- I, think I saw that. Five rebounds exist. He's passing well this year. Like it's it's yeah. yeah. Twenty twenty four points on twelve shots like that. Like he's just like so efficient, unbelievable. Against Dude, Cleveland, nobody potentially has the best like defensive team in the East, especially like defensive no, centers. They don't, they don't have the best defensive team in the East. They have the best the defensive South, rating. I'm looking at now. it right now. Mm. <laughs> Joel also, is. Is the is three for three on three pointers, and the team as a whole has only tried nine. Oh. All right, so Anton, so speaking of like, it reminded me saying like we should be in this game. I was thinking before the podcast because I thought this might get into like a two v two type of situation. Like, 
is there any athletic feat that you and I could beat Yoni and Frog at two on two? Right now? You know I'm... At any point in our lives. At any point in our lives. (laughs) Could we beat Yoni and Frogger at any... Well, Anton was born first, so so any athletic feat um, from... um, <laughs> and not like uh, like first nine months of, of life, um, and for the next couple months thereafter, might have. You know, Wait, you're older than Yoni? I think he is. Are you forty, Anton? Uh, not quite yet. When do you turn forty? June. Oh shit! All right, I'm two months older. All right, never mind. Then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Narf, I don't think so. Unless, like, would we be better at ice hockey? Maybe I don't know. Well, I'm just, pretty good at I'm pretty good at ice skating. I'm I'm pretty good at ice skating too. Yeah, oh, hockey I, might be our best I, sport. I ice skate all all winter long up here. In, in oh yeah, I forget Yoni's in Maine. Yeah. Um, Yoni, you'd have to carry me a bit for that one. I'm not a great ice skater. Uh, well, chess is a sport, Anton, and I I would imagine that you're pretty good at chess. That's a good point. Um, I have been playing it more Cur- now. Curling. I, I thought we could take it in curling. I don't know. This things look heavy. <laughs> uh, they're they're like forty pounds, I think, or forty. Yeah, there's some. Apparently, it's a serious play. injury if you lose your voice as a curler because you need to be able to yell at your opponent, or no, yell to your <laughs> team. yell at your, your, your team. Yeah, uh, but if, when Yoni curls, that that is also the opponent. Yeah, just a lot of like, are you kidding me? To my uh, opponents and teammates. <laughs> Yoni, has any of your children yet asked you if you are in fact fucking kidding them? <laughs> I don't. My, my kids don't know about my competitive um, uh, um, attitude on, on the frisbee field. Like they watch me play. Like like every once in a while, like the family will come to summer league games, and it's very very different um, vibe um, than. Uh, than my than my past. Yeah, I know, but but some of it must be genetic, right? So at some point, your son is just gonna throw his hat mm. and ask you <laughs> if you are fucking kidding him. I don't and know. I'm just wondering if that moment has happened yet. That magical not, moment between father and son. <laughs> not not yet. I think my kids are both fortunate enough to uh, have received most of their genes from my wife. Does she want to come on the pod? Uh, no, she's downstairs with my daughter watching awful TV. How, how is uh, your wife and her family on the, on the current geopolitical crisis? I forget which side of the line they're from. Uh, they are Russian, um, but they are not, um, they're, <laughs> they're not Russian in the They're sense. not observant? They are not observant <laughs> Russians, that is correct. Yes. I think they're where do, where do you fall, Anton? Um, well, I'm I'm from Ukraine. I have family there. Okay. So I'm pretty. You still have family there? Yeah, my my aunt and uncle still live in Kiev. What what is their like? Um, I mean, getting into heavy stuff. You're like, what's their current state of mind? Um, I think they. Everyone there has kind of taken it in stride because it's been, you know, it's been a long time living with some level of crisis. Yeah. Podcast doesn't usually get this heavy, guys. Um, usually we talk about how fat James Harden is. <laughs> uh, here's what I think. I think if the Sixers and Celtics meet in the playoffs, <laughs> obviously 
we have to get together for a game. Yes. Yeah. I mean, without a doubt. Anton, you'll have a one month old, so you'll be looking for like. <laughs> so we'll have to do it at, bail. at my place. Um, oh, no, no we'll we're, do, we're going to a game. Yeah, to yeah, physically going. And I, I would. I'm not going to physically go until there's like a toddler vaccine, but there might be by then. You are not going to go until there's a toddler vaccine for real. As of now, yeah. I don't that's, really want to get COVID and give it to my kid. That's your decision or Jess's decision or both? Both, but I'm I'm fine with now that. We're, now we're getting heavy again. Well, like, what, what, I, what's, what's wrong with that decision? I don't want to uh, get COVID and give it to my kid. Because if, you're, if your child gets COVID, nothing's going to happen. That's okay. I, I'd rather still just have them not get it, though. Rather than, not, rather than uh, missing a Sixers-Celtics playoff game? Yeah, the risk-reward seems somewhat imbalanced. <laughs> I would disagree. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> okay, I'm just telling you from like a from a medical per, like a, a a medical perspective, like the risk of uh, or like the difference between that and the common cold um, is um, like nothing for a for a toddler. Is has is there a lot I think Skype is going to deplatform Yoni in a, in a second here. <laughs> yeah, Yoni, I'm curious. If you have data on what happens to toddlers when they're like 10 years old and, and used to have COVID like 10 years ago. That, that, that data is not yet um, uh, fully curated. Yeah. So what, once we get to that point, maybe, maybe everyone will feel more comfortable understanding it. So you think a virus is going to like persist in a, in a, in a person's um, system for, for like a decade? I, I will. We don't need to get into this. Um, it seems we already have. Hopefully there'll be a vaccine. If not, I'll watch a game with you on, not, on TV. There's, there's not going to be. Fine, yeah. then, then we yeah, can revisit this conversation then. Okay, but like, what if Kyrie is not at the game? Oh, <laughs> that, that we're good. Okay. See? Common if Kyrie's ground. not at the, if he's not in the stands watching the Sixers Celtics game. So what what is your what is your degree of socialization then? Um, I think I'll, you mean socializing I'm, and not I'm, how well really, he is capable of coexisting with with other people in society. But he could mean both. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. willingly podcasting at eight o'clock on a Saturday if that explains my my social life. So are you seeing? <laughs> are you are you? So you're seeing like trusted. Like family and friends, but not not any kind of like big social um, environment. I have not been in a big social environment uh, since pre-COVID. I really don't see anyone indoors right now. Um, Me neither, to- Narf, except for work. Do you go to restaurants? Uh, outdoors, but it's freezing, so essentially yeah. no. Wow. Dude, you got to get to Austin. The outdoor dining here is pretty good. Can I just leave Jess and Cora and and come hang out with you guys for a month? Yeah, they could also come, too. Whatever. That that won't be as much fun, though. Dude, we got like a four-bedroom Airbnb with a hot tub uh, next week. You can bring them. That actually sounds amazing. I've heard it's only a 20-hour drive. Yeah. (laughs) If we we leave now, we'll get there Tuesday night for the game. Okay, I... I will I will come to Philly for a Sixers Celtics playoff game and we can watch it from the comfort of a a uh a, a living room couch. 
That's yeah, fine. In our defense, but, but you have to take a rapid TV. test. Take a rapid test before you come in. I could do that. Um, I actually I got another massive TV frog. Um, so I, I've got a pretty good game watching setup. Are they both just, in the same room? That would clear. be pretty cool. Let that would be cool, but no. That I take COVID very seriously. Yeah, me, much like Narf earlier about Ben Simmons' playtime this season, your past comments do not bear this out. <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I take it very seriously when applied to people to whom the risk is actually legitimate and significant. But He takes COVID seriously, just doesn't take children seriously. Yeah, is what he's I guess to say. that is what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's an excellent place to end this. Well, Anton, I have one last question for you. This okay. is great. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Is it Tron okay. Race? No, it's gonna. It's it's not what you're expecting. I'm curious. Do you watch Righteous Gemstones? No, I don't. Okay. I so I just started watching. It's two seasons. I just started watching it. It is 100% Redneck Succession. It's the exact same show. Isn't Redneck Succession Yellowstone? <clears throat> Uh, I don't watch Yellowstone, but I'm, this show is right next to Obsession. Like, you, you should watch the show, Anton. Uh, the first, like, two seasons of Yellowstone are, are right next to Obsession and are pretty good. The, the, I highly the, doubt it's more right next to Obsession than this show. Well, isn't this show a parody, not like a drama? Or? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it is. It's like a parody comedy. It's a redneck comedy, parody comedy succession. Yeah, the whole like I've heard um, that secession is a comedy, but you don't realize it. That's also very true. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> some people there, realize it. <laughs> there are some hilarious characters on Succession. Um, I think I, no, I think there's like good argument. Succession is a comedy more than anything else at this point. So, Narf, to I I I it's normally the kind of show and cast that I would love. There are some topics that I think make me super sad, and I avoid them. And one of them is like religion as business exploiting people the same reason i don't watch prison shows it makes me too sad mm. yeah don't come to texas it's <laughs> so it's all over the place frogger it is, it did, is did a you lot know that i almost moved to texas last year no i didn't I, where are you gonna move we were gonna uh initially hopefully eventually to austin but initially to fucking um do you remember the the guy who was the white house doctor but kept like huffing adderall or ambien and touching people and got fired he's now their state representative it's like out in the north (laughs) texas somewhere oh well no don't know that guy how did that relate to where you were going to move we were going to move to the place that that person now represents in the u.s congress why uh to defend people accused of crimes so you're gonna to move to like middle of nowhere north texas yep a lot of crime uh libby's libby's organization is opening a, a texas branch it's gonna be like a new thing and we were considering you will want to leave manhattan once you have kid or even kids i leave manhattan all the time because I work in the Bronx. Okay. Well, Bronx will be a great place. I, I think there are lawyer jobs in Maine, Anton. You'd be welcome here. You think? Can you get me one? I can start fishing around, yeah. My our neighbors, neighbors, our neighbors uh, uh, just had a baby moved to Portland. 
to have an which, idyllic family main life. Yours, the, the good Portland. Well, people people from both Portlands will call it the good Portland. It's very um, it's very uh, uh, like territorial name. It's the the good Portland, the okay. one without all the Antifas and. The... <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. This place is great. Because of the lack of liberals, right, Yoni? Yeah, of COVID <laughs> precautions. So, Yoni, <laughs> I hear that it's been hard to get gas to your truck, uh, standing still for for that long on on one stretch. Are you doing okay? Like, do you have the heat in the truck on? <laughs> you lost me. I uh, yeah. lost everyone. Skate right by it. It's okay. All right, we're ending this. Please, Tuesday please. Night. Should have ended it when I said, and it would have saved me from this, talking more. Great. Tuesday night, we've got a bet on the Sixers Celtics. They meet in the playoffs. We get together. This Wait. is a great trade. We all what agree. Is the bet? What, what is no, the bet? No, we don't have a. No, again. You, oh, the bet you, is. You, yes. The bet is Rob, Rob Williams, or Embiid. Who's more efficient that night? $100. I think the, I, I don't think the problem is like what are we wagering on. I think the problem is what are we wagering. Like we can just oh. wager on who wins the game. Yeah. Oh uh, well, that's that's less interesting. Okay. No, it's not. Celtics win. We get together in Philly to watch a playoff game. Sixers fit when we get together in New York to watch a playoff game. Done. Yes. Done. Cool. Um. Do you, Do you have an adequate setup for this, Anton? Highly uh, doubtful. Yes. No, absolutely. <laughs> because because we cannot go out to any kind of social environment to watch the game. Um, I have a, a large couch and a large TV in front of it. Is That'll that do. That'll do. And a screaming one month old in the background. Um, yeah. When did the playoffs start? It's actually going to be interesting. April, I think. April <laughs> end, end of April. Okay. Okay. Baby's first playoffs are going to feature James Harden as a sixer, and that's going to be a <laughs> difficult pill to swallow. But what can we do? I'll swallow it fine when it. Hey, when listen. Some babies don't go to the playoffs until several, you know, many years later. So. All right, yeah. guys. Yeah. This was a successful off-season pod. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll do more of these. Um, cool. Brock, thanks for calling in from Texas, man. Anytime. Good that is a long me. way to yeah. call in from. A long way to call. Yoni, enjoy <laughs> spreading COVID to the many children of Portland, Maine and not caring what happens to them. And Anton, you've got about a month left of your life before it just all goes downhill from there on out. Yoni, it's not like your children don't already have microchips from the other vaccines that they got. Oh, I, I know they do. So what the? Okay, look. Oh, okay. I mean, some I'm people are just up. setting their ways. This call is ending. <laughs> okay, bye, John. Bye, y'all. Bye, guys.